Hello, and welcome to this edition of the BDN Content Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Nibley, and today we're going to be talking about five reasons that Bitcoin is headed to the moon within the next one to two years, let's call it. Uh, But first, I just want to mention a recent LinkedIn post I made that kind of went viral. It was the best performing post I've ever created on LinkedIn or any social platform for that matter. And it was real simple. It was just a link to a Wall Street Journal article from April of 2022 that the headline was, Michael Saylor bet billions on Bitcoin and lost. Because at that point in time, uh, his investments through MicroStrategy were deeply in the red. Of course, fast forward about a year and a half later, and he's up over $2 billion at this point. And some people say... It's not fair because he knew that was going to happen. But the point of my post was to illuminate the short-sightedness of that article and the thinking that it entails because you run into that kind of thing a lot in Bitcoin. People always focus on the one year out of every four-year cycle uh, where there's a big correction, usually in the ballpark of 80% or so. And then during the following three years, where there's a big bull run, everyone kind of remains quiet about it. And that post got, I think, over 300 likes and reactions, uh, 15 or so reshares, and uh, 60-something comments or so. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad everyone liked that. If you follow me on LinkedIn, it's LinkedIn slash in slash freelance Bitcoin fintech writer. So now let's get into the topic of today's episode, which is a blog post I recently wrote. The title is Bitcoin is heading to the moon. Here are five reasons why. And it's basically talking about the bullish catalysts this time around, uh, including but not limited to the having. In the past, the having itself has led to big rallies. That's when the price of Bitcoin or the oncoming supply of Bitcoin gets cut in half every four years or so. And one big reason, which we'll get into in a sec, is that miners only have as much Bitcoin to sell, of course, because the rewards are cut in half. And a good deal of selling pressure in the market simply comes from miners having to sell their coins for fiat to cover their costs, their operating costs. So the five reasons are holders taking self-custody of their coins in record numbers, a lot of coins staying inactive, the hash rate reaching record highs, a potential spot ETF approval in the US, of course that's the one everybody talks about, everyone knows about, and the other one is nation state adoption, which that kind of has a question mark around it because it's a little more uncertain, but overall uh, these are a big deal. So the first one, supply held on exchanges at record lows. The number of coins held on exchanges is at record lows today. This indicates many people have no intention of selling anytime soon, and that puts a floor underneath the price. It also signals that people are generally bullish. The inactive supply of Bitcoins, reason number two, is also at record highs. A large portion of supply has not moved for over one year. I think it was 
the amount that has moved not moved in one year is at a record high the amount of coins that has not moved in five years is also very high so a good portion of people are holding for one to five years third reason is hash rate reaching new record highs that means the bitcoin network is more secure than ever more difficult to attack and it means that a lot of people are mining presumably with the intent not to sell but to hold and wait again for higher prices and some people have even speculated that at least part of the reason for this rise in hash rate because recently it's gone parabolic that it may have to do with institutions like blackrock front running their etf approvals in other words they want to accumulate bitcoin without moving the price in the markets and what better way to do that than just mine them yourself third reason is a spot ETF approval could be imminent this one doesn't require too much explaining because anyone following the Bitcoin space already knows this BlackRock Fidelity Charles Schwab Van Eck and a lot of other big asset managers have filed an application with the SEC for a spot Bitcoin ETF and some have speculated that there could be an approval as soon as January of 2024 because January 10th is the deadline and the last reason is nation-state adoption and the recent elections in Argentina amid soaring inflation Argentina has elected a pro-Bitcoin president and the question I would ask is will he take his country down the same path that Nayib Bukele has in El Salvador making Bitcoin legal tender of course this remains to be seen but it's still a bullish development because corporations like MicroStrategy are accumulating huge amounts of Bitcoin and along with nations like El Salvador. And if we were to add another country to this, that would just be spectacular. Uh, there's also been rumors, totally unconfirmed rumors, that a Middle Eastern country, I can't recall which one uh, right now, but a Middle Eastern country could be considering buying half a trillion dollars worth of Bitcoin. And that speculation comes from the fact that one of their leaders recently took a trip to El Salvador, and the assumption there is that they were discussing uh, a Bitcoin strategy for a sovereign wealth fund. So Bitcoin is up about 150% year-to-date, and recently hit a new yearly high uh, the weekend before December 6th. And that's pretty much it. I believe in the next one to two years we will see new record highs in Bitcoin either six months to a year after the halving or historically it's been more like 18 months after the halving which is coming up here in april only about four months away away today is december 18th 2023 and that's it for today's episode uh, i hope you guys enjoyed i just wanted to share all of that because i think it's a big deal and this cycle is really gonna just blow people away at the magnitude and speed with which this rally will occur. Uh, my personal opinion is that the price of Bitcoin in US dollars will reach somewhere between 200,000 and 400,000 by October of 2025. And I really don't think that's as out of the ordinary as some people do because we would only have to go up about 5x from here. Meanwhile, in a whole bunch of other countries, against currencies that are experiencing hyperinflation, Bitcoin has already gone vertical and seen new record highs 
against currencies like the Argentinian peso, uh, the Turkish lira, and many others across the world. So that shows the value of an asset that has a fixed supply and cannot be created out of thin air like fiat currencies are. It's simple supply and demand. An asset with a fixed supply has to appreciate over time versus an asset with an unlimited supply like a national currency. When governments are just printing trillions of new currency units out of thin air, it's simple math. So again, that's it for today's episode. If you want to learn more about me and my services, you can visit my website at bdncontent.com. Follow me on X and Instagram at bdncontent, YouTube at Brian Nibley, and LinkedIn. I already discussed that earlier. So hope you all have a good day and continue stacking those sats, and I'll talk to you next time.